Mary Baraka in Cuba. All these young guys down here, they took power, they just did it. Guns in hand, Robert F. Williams in his big straw hat. Came to see the land where racism was pulling back. Arrived 25, arrived for 36, both embraced red ankle politics. Wouldn't get their heads beating, rejected unilateral non-violence. Both took to the Black Revolution, a third world people colonized by the red, white, and blue. Which Harold Cruz and John Henry Clark thought super with the more robust theorization. They were way more impressed with Castro's land reform. Than his proclamations of eradicating racial discrimination. But all four took a nod from false phenomenon and saw black freedom as a decolonizing process, partially thanks to Cuba. But only partially thanks to Cuba. Fast forward to 1967. Hey folks, uh, this is an extra episode of the EduPunks podcast. For those of you who listened to the James Aketa episode already, uh, here's some more stuff. We actually just left the mic running in between the first and second segments just because we thought we were going to get to the second segment and instead we just kept getting distracted. So this is all of that. Um, Even with me leaving the room, coming back, James being silly, us like kind of yelling at each other. It's a lot of fun. Uh, It's a really fun extra episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, if you haven't listened to the full episode, please go back and listen to that episode. Um, don't really need any context, but you'll maybe understand us a little bit more if you listen to that one. Otherwise, this is just going to be weird ramblings of us. There are bits of actual conversation that happen, but some of it is just being weird and silly. Um, I hope you enjoy it. It is, uh, this is the only time you're going to hear from me. Uh, so yeah, I'll be back uh, with another episode soon. Here we go. A lot of laptops don't even have CD... Yeah, I had to buy an external one so, yeah. so I could rip them. Yeah. Actually, this is a real bummer. I spent two whole snow days last winter ripping, like... So I, I had a uh, Unnecessary backstory, but I, I had this huge iTunes library thing, and then I had a laptop for three years that, that I um, didn't have the hard drive space to put my music library on, so I had the old library on an external hard drive. Finally got a laptop that was big enough I could do it, so I put the stuff from three years ago, and then I had to take three years worth of CDs, which was an incredible number of CDs, mm-hmm. and rip them all on this like slow one at a time thing. And I took two whole snow days of just sitting there just ripping CDs for two days. And then when I got my computer repaired this summer, I forgot to save the files and I erased my whole library. And now I'm like, I don't want to do the Spotify game. Like I still want to put it on the computer, but I just can't, I, what am I going to do? I, don't, I, I can't, uh, I can't take another two whole days to do that. So it's, recently uh, something similar. Oh no. uh, Kate, well, somewhat similar. Katie took all of the music we had on this computer and put it on this hard drive, right. which is fine, just because it makes this computer run a little bit faster, but imported to the iTunes gal- like library from this, right. and it doesn't work that way, because the, com- the files need to be local to the computer. Oh, no. So everything was back in the iTunes, and anytime I would click on something, it just oh, would like, it it's not... Oh, it doesn't know where the file is? Yeah, it doesn't know where it is. Oh, that's, that's even worse, because then you're like, it's They're still- there! They're right there! <laughs> Yes, so, you should just have to hold the hard drive up to the screen. Come on, guy! So what I think we're going to do is we're going to go through it and see what we 
what we need to have on the computer. Sure. Then whenever we want to take and leave, whatever, we'll get to it. You just need to get a computer that's uh, huge, you know? <laughs> we need one of the, like, okay, we're getting to that point where computers used to take up a room. Right. Now they're, like, these tiny little things that can have billions times more than the sure. space that those room-sized computers can hold. And yet, they still run slow as shit <laughs> when you have, like, a few thousand songs on it. Every time I get a new computer, I think I, think I can say... I've owned maybe five computers. I think every single one that I've gotten since my first one, which was in 2004... Uh, I think they run at the same speed. I, there's some kind of a racket happening. I, mean, yeah. I, I know it's much more powerful, but mm -hmm. like I, there it's the same. Every computer. Like, and is and the I feel same. the same like, about phones. Right. Like yeah, I get all... a, I get a new phone, and I'm like, oh, sick! This is great. The screen's brighter. It looks a little bit cooler. Um, the the camera, I think, is the only thing that changes. Sure. You know, because what... I feel like I have the same phone that I just had, except that I can go in portrait mode. And take really nice video. I think we're going to find out in 20 years that it was all the same computer all along. <laughs> they made one computer in the 90s, and it's just been the same computer. And we're all suckers because we could have just been using Asus exactly. computers the entire time. It's we didn't need Mac computers. We're all slaves to the brand. That's the real conspiracy. That's what it is. We're going to find out. I need my brands. Right, Katie? <laughs> My brands! My brands. <laughs> I need my brands. So you got the Schweppes there, huh? Yeah, well, this is a little off-brand for me. It's okay. This is kind of embarrassing. What would you a house oh, guest. Sorry to, sorry to we do Polar. Okay, yeah. But sure, sure. Uh, a house guest left these for us, and I was fine with it. It just... Actually, I like this because... Lemon-lime, yeah. Yeah, I like this because Polar doesn't do a lemon-lime. Oh, so this okay. just feel like feels like a Sprite without the other stuff. Sure. Yeah, do you want a seltzer or something? I... I would love a seltzer if I'm being honest. Do you have you ever had their like lemonade flavors? No. What? We have watermelon. Uh, oh, say no more. Right, say no you. more, please. My favorite. Oh, I'm so excited. Just me alone here now. It's the James show. Uh, so uh, I guess we're just gonna have. Uh... Oh, never mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> So this is the watermelon. The oh, other two flavors yes. we have now is blueberry lemonade and cherry limeade. Excuse they me. also have starfruit lemonade. They have blood orange and oh, yes. something else. Praise. Get them either at Stop and Shop or like these, like the, they do uh, eight packs. You can get two for six dollars. Do it. Two for six. I, I, I kind of prefer these to the regular polar flavors. What a time to be alive. Yeah, I'm going to transfer this into my fun little mug thing here. I'm trying to get the sound on the mic there. You know. For ASMR. <laughs> I, I have a... Um, we'll do a whole thing at the end where this whole thing is just at the end of the conversation. I would love that. The podcast. I have like a, a couple of favorite sounds. And, okay. I, and that's one of my favorite sounds. Oh. Just the fizz? Fizz sound, yeah. Mm. And one of them is the sound of uh, when you break a York peppermint patty. Mm. Slowly. Do you ever eat the frozen ones? Oh, please, yes. Okay. All oh, right. Yeah. All oh, right. yeah. 
Do you ever have the Klondike bars that have Heath in them? Yes. That yeah, was my those favorite are the best thing growing up. They're so good. I was always bummed that the when the ice cream trucks came by, they didn't have them. The then I was ones. like, then what's the point? <laughs> get a new truck. If you don't have, what's the point? And then my dad was like, you can get a Choco Taco. And I was like, what's that? <laughs> That's actually my go-to ice cream truck ice cream. Choco Taco? Choco Tacos, yeah, yeah. They've gotten thinner. Yes, they have. And they're a little flimsier as well. But So when we, I feel like, oh man, this is going to be one of those things. When we were kids, back in, in my 30s. day, oh my gosh, Snickers were a nickel. <laughs> During the war. <laughs> you remember, this is the radio I heard the Pearl Harbor announcement on, actually. This one right here. This unit. This know? unit right here. It's all the same computer. We've had the same, had the same technology. That Since was a Pearl really Harbor. good. That was a really good callback. <laughs> Same computer. Hats off to you. Ever since, uh, ever since then. But I think that Snickers have gotten small, considerably smaller since I was a kid. Really? And I don't think it's because back then I just had baby hands. I was, or I had Craig little hands. You think they've actually gotten smaller? I think they've gotten smaller. But isn't this sort of a Berenstain Bear situation? Like you're not. I mean, what's the Berenstain Bears? The the Berenstain Berenstein. You know that whole thing. I think what, so. It's like the people. What is it then? Berenstain. It's it's Berenstain. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. And also, it's I don't know why I I think it's not really a thing. Just people don't have good memories. But uh, but that's okay. you know yeah. Okay. It was that people thought it was this other thing, and then it, you know, it was a. It's kind of like that. <laughs> what was it? Sinbad in a movie called Kazam or Shazam? Or okay. Whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was like everyone's just <laughs> misremembering something <laughs> yeah. that I think was a joke. I don't know because like Shaq was in Kazam, right? Right, and that yeah, it's. But the, the, it it is just a collective misremembering, which is a weird thing. But I, there's got to be a that lot is, of those That's got to have like a history thing behind it. Someone's writing a book on that now, I'm sure. It's, that'll be a, you know. What's your favorite history thing that people have misremembered? Oh, wow. That, you know, that's a question you'd, you'd think I would get more, but I haven't. And I, I actually don't have an answer for that right off the bat. It's probably um, just Zen, right? Let's just pull out Zen. Actually, yeah, it's just American history mostly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the main thing that's misremembered. Oh, um, I do. Okay. This is just going to be in an extra sure. portion of the podcast. One right. of the X ones, which I kind of almost figured we were going to have. Right. When you get some of your books... Yes. I'm not sure how much control you have over your books. Right. Have you ever come across something that you were just like, oh, no, I can't. This is in, in no good conscience. Can I? I so the, the nice thing is I don't use a book. I, mean, like, I just don't. Like, there you go. We have these Question books. Question answered. And they're so like, oh, I have these civics books that I was teaching out of from 2002. And it was so painful because it was like. I know it says there's 14 executive departments, but a few months after this was published, they added a 15th one. Also, I know it says the French president service for seven years, but the year this was published, they changed it to five. You know, it's like all these things were just wrong. It was just all this factually incorrect stuff. And I'd be sitting there like, I'm not going to teach you out of this book. Yeah. That's literally, it's not even like, this is like a brain. No, it's like factually like, yeah. th that's not the number of years the French president serves for. But that's, like, that's just fake history, yeah. It's just fake history. I think people are just misremembering how long a French president Trump <laughs> I mean, <laughs> off the top of my head, you know. Couldn't tell you. Well, that, you know, Haven't the, thought about there it. There you go. 
you know. That might be just because of my own American bias. Yeah. Well, you have never had to know that. It's not like a, a bar trivia thing or like or like, like any kind of a you know. Jeopardy's never asked that question. I I'll bet you Jeopardy has never asked that question ever in the whole history of the show. So I was talking to someone that um, we were talking about Jeopardy with a friend the other day. <laughs> Random thing. And my buddy has this perception of Alex Trebek that he's like a pompous know-it-all. Sure. And I go, I don't see that at all. I th- I see it as he has a job to do. Sure. His job is to know or to not even know these answers. Right. His job is to just read what the answers are. And I think at some point he's retained some of that stuff. Like if you right. were to sit down with him and ask him some questions, he'd probably be like, I actually don't know. But some of that stuff has probably seeped in. Well, if he retained point five, like you know, half a percent of, of what he's done in the show so far, he's probably yeah. the smartest person on the planet. Yeah. I mean, it was thirty years, or whatever. It's been it's been forever. I don't Is Alex Trebek the computer? The one computer. Oh, <laughs> so you think that computers are Alex Trebek duplicates? Yes. And something went wrong. And so, so when they had, they had Watson know. on there against Ken Jennings, exactly. it was actually. Alex Trebek. Oh my God, Ken Jennings! Yeah. What a throwback! I watched every episode of that. I Dude, was so it was happy. wild when he was on. I we, he was on a streak. Do you they think... had to stop him. <laughs> they had to stop. <laughs> they actually stopped him. Do you think we'll find out in like ten years that that was a conspiracy? <laughs> was, it was a hoax. It was like a, like a, like the, the viewer levels were dipping, so they were like, we we gotta like have some kind yeah. of a, a wild card here. If you had like one of those. Uh, like ear, like oh yeah, head, like the earphones that no, you it's just a robot. see. Yeah, it's just, it's just you know, robot. Where he just wrote the questions up. or something. Yeah, he just. <laughs> I feel like we're gonna find out. Maybe like when Ken Jennings dies, they're gonna be like, uh, okay, look, sorry, or like when Alex Trebek dies, they'll be like, we gotta tell you something. Look, <laughs> we're taking the show off the air, but just so you know, you know, we got really healthy viewership after that whole Ken Jennings thing. There's, yeah. you know, it was a, we, we worked. Yeah, it worked. It worked. And we, do you hate us for it? No, because yeah. because you love the show. You love the show. Would I be mad? No. Yeah. Frankly, I wouldn't be mad. Fight us. Bring right. it on. Exactly. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> we have your money. Like it's, Fight us. It's one of those things like everyone freaking out about uh, the Nike stuff right now. I'm right. just like, they have your money. Like, you're Buy burning the shoes stuff. and it's fine, yeah. Yeah, you're, they're, you're, bu- you're buying these things to burn them. They have your money. They don't care. Unless you're going into the store and burning the merchandise in the store. Yeah. Which, in which case, much it's illegal, obviously. So. Yeah, and that would be just rude. Right. Rude. And dangerous for the maybe the property owner or whatever. You know. Yeah, you don't want to do that. I mean, if anything, protest their sweatshops and right. stuff. Like, that's what we should protest Nike for, but whatever. <laughs> here, we, here we are. Here we are praising social justice Nike. <laughs> Something I wouldn't have thought I'd say, like, three years ago. But look, look, here we are. What a world. What a world. What a, what a history we are living in oh right boy. now. How do you feel about that? How's how's right now gonna go in the history books? It's exciting to think about the chapter it'll be. Chapter. You know, chapter. Well, I mean, you know, this section. It would be weird if there was more than one chapter in twenty eighteen anyway, I'm sure it'll be, I don't know. know if you know, but the last two years we've had enough stuff that would sink every president. <laughs> every president, almost something every single day. Well it'll be it, it'll definitely be an era, but I think that by the time you know the thing about it's interesting is, you know, at a it's certain gonna be point, called the fake news era. <laughs> <laughs> At a certain point, we're going to have to add a third U.S. history survey. Because okay. like, it used to be that all the surveys broke at the, at the Civil War, and now most of the college ones break at Reconstruction, right? And you have the pre-Reconstruction post. But 
post reconstruction. I mean, at a certain point, we're gonna have to have like a post nine eleven class. You know, like in thirty years, they're gonna yeah. have a new survey that'll be the post nine eleven class. You'll have your like, you know, uh, uh, colonial period to the Civil War, Civil War to nine eleven, <laughs> or then, to like at least know. like Y two K. Right. Yeah. 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 Or, or maybe it'll be frankly to the end of the Cold War. Yeah. And then you'll have, like, the post-Cold War class, and that'll yeah. be the, you know, uh, yeah. 1991 to present in 2040, you know. That's oh going to be gosh. sick. Even, yeah. like, thinking about 94 and 95, and, like, I have vivid memories of those years. Yeah, yeah. And, like, how drastically different the world was. Slobodan Milosevic. It's going to be all <laughs> that, you know. Like, I knew that name. Yeah. And I knew, I knew Newt New Gingrich's name sure. way before he ever ran for president. Oh, yeah. And it's just because, like, he was so obsessed with being remembered as, like, some hero of the Republican Party. Sure. But deep Bob down, Dole. he just, I don't know. Bob Dole. Ugh, what a guy. Bob Dole. <laughs> Such a good name. Bob Dole, Al Is Gore. Bob Dole related to the Dole family? Is that like a thing? I don't know. Is Dole a family? I don't know. I don't know. Like the, the I fruit? I know that. Well, the, <laughs> the fruit, the like, fruit company. Like Dole. <laughs> is that what you're, not what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. No, but so in my head, what I thought was funny is thinking of Dole itself being a fruit. Oh, oh. And that was, which is it was sort of like calling a <laughs> tissues Kleenex. <laughs> you call the bananas Dole. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is actually, yeah. Or how it. people call, like, soda pop Coke. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, no, mm. We don't do that with fruits, though, which is, you know, it'd be kind of funny if we did. Like Chiquita bananas, just call it a Chiquita. Chiquita. All vitamins are called Flintstones. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I In would love world, that. In my world, that's what I want. You know? I would love that. That's just a matter of you committing hard enough to making it a thing. Yeah, you know, but I feel like you probably talked to enough people in a, in, you know, over, over over the course of a year that you could make anything happen really if you wanted to. So, in terms of starting a bit, yeah, know? I don't know how often you talk about vitamins, but it's it could be. I mean, it's my last name rhymes with it, so I think about it all sure. the time. Sure, you know, actually, I mentioned that I was I was coming. I sorry, I put this down. Probably no, it's fine. I, I I went to if anyone's listening to this. This is a whole extra episode. If anyone's listening. To this. <laughs> I don't know how they've hung on this long. I'm sorry. I, what happened is that I put the... Okay, anyway, so, but I, I, I mentioned I was going to see you today and uh, to uh, Chris O'Grady from Troll 2, and he thought I said vitamin. Yeah. And I, and I thought that would be sort of a fun mm-hmm. character. That could be your, your uh, supplement alter ego. Yeah. You know? So when I was in high school, when a bunch of the seniors got wind of how to pronounce my last name, my name became vitamin C. Oh, there we go. Because my name is Craig. And then I was like, oh, great. I'll never live that down. Then, like, by the end of, by the time I was a senior, it can, kind of faded away. And then I went to Oregon State, and my email address was vitamin C again. <laughs> and you never got back. colds. You know? I never, well, I mean, I've had pneumonia for, like, six weeks, seven weeks now. So oh, gosh. It's not stopping me. That's pretty serious. <laughs> yeah, no. It's not, like, my doctor was like, you Normal people would be down for the count with this for a little while. You're taking up rock climbing. So. And I was like, yeah. I started CrossFit the same week I got pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm rock climbing now. Nailing it. Yeah, like I coughed while I was like mid-climb. And I was like, can't wait for this pneumonia to go away. Like I said that. <laughs> I said that. And when the guy belaying me was like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, I've had it for like seven weeks. And he was like. Holy shit. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let me finish this climb. <laughs> I guess by that same token, it is possible had you not started CrossFit and rock climbing, 
you might have recovered slightly faster. Although perhaps not. Oh, no, 100%. <laughs> the doctor was like, this would just be out of your system if you just rested. But that's not fun, Julia. It's also not realistic for me. Right. I'm one of those people when I get sick, I'm like Chris Traeger from Parks and Rec. Like, <laughs> I shut down. Sure. Like, I feel like I'm going to die. So you just got to... Then I just have to go do something. Work through it. I mean, I don't know. Just kind of how I do. And I I've that. always done. Life's weird. <laughs> Honorary Prime Minister of the BPP and former SNCC chairman. Stokely Carmichael called for black power and a book of the same name that posited how the state built an internal colony that recruited the achievement of substantive racial equality. Meanwhile, your Baraka promoted black arts, cultural self-determination to cultivate a counter-hegemonic identity to proceed the black political nation. Casa de las Americas, Nicaragua, and Cuba did the same thing. It'd be hard to draw a causal link while the similarities are more compelling than Over the years, it became very clear that socialist reforms had not unmade Cuba's racial oppression, but the general consensus among the top brass was to say no way. With pushing black radical activists away from the Castro regime in significant numbers, Baraka and Angela Davis stayed, but William Sanders Cleaver and Carmichael went the other way. But all told, this whole generation of thinkers shared some critical paradigms. Black third world identity, the internal colony, nationalism, and state violence. So Castro and the Cuban Revolution are part of this decades-old discursive history of black transnationalism, but crucially, the experience and perception of Cuba morphed that history into the modern ideas of the black third world and the internal colony, these ideas that, that black Americans, a national minority, constituted an internally colonized people, right? Uh, third world people, and in order to sort of materially define that, uh, it was theorized this idea of, of state violence. Um, uh, mass incarceration and police brutality being examples. And so, you know, in a lot of ways, uh, these the sort of discursive innovations that came out of the Cuban Revolution underlay a lot of black radical thought today. Uh, and even though we don't want to overstate, uh, the impact, is, of course, is, is quite considerable. Cuba! <laughs>